If you're like me, then over the past few years, you've heard about trafficking, how it happens everywhere, how it is right underneath our noses and we don't realize it. And then just over the past few years, eyes being open to the atrocity of slavery, human trafficking, people, women against their will being held, and there seems to be no way out. But if you can stay with me until the end of this show, you won't hear about trafficking. You'll hear from someone who was trafficked, and you will hear how she got out. I'm just a radio girl. I love things that talk to me. You LOL. I did. I truly laughed out loud. I'm Lisa. I'm great. Everything's fine. Somebody just wrote on my Facebook page, please get your mom on Facebook. We want to be her friend. Do you want to be on Facebook? What is that? Are you on Twitter? I talked to the mailman. Is that Twitter? Life with Lisa Williams is like a cake. Run around in the sun. Exactly. Put a sprinkler in the yard. This is life. This is this this is this is life. 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 This is Life with Lisa Williams. Hey, if you would, please come along with me to a couple of meetings that I need to have today. The first one is a wonderful group of volunteers, some women who I love very much, helping out Julie Thomas, who is hosting a women's event this weekend. Stand Strong is the event that's happening in Denver, and I need to be at this meeting to help plan but they didn't know I was bringing a microphone. So hello, ladies. They seem friendly enough. (laughs) So I don't think they mind that I'm recording. Julie Thomas from Women Who Believe is going to be speaking at the conference this weekend. So I thought maybe, could we get like a sneak peek? I mean, I don't want you to let the cat out of the bag for the women coming to the conference, but what are you going to talk about? Can you give us like, I don't know, just an overview? Can we just talk a second about... The fact that there's a women's conference and how so oftentimes in our lives, we as women, we don't want to go to those things. Like, I know so many women who are like, ew. I want to go be with the crying women. Ew. All you do is just sit around and cry all weekend. (laughs) We don't want to do that. It's just like, oh, don't make me feel more emotion than I already do in my own life because it's just too much. And it's, and it's, yeah. Is it going to be like that? Because it's not too late for me to take back my registration money. I hope not. I hope not. Oh my word. I think I think if there's an event that I've ever believed in in my whole life, this weekend coming up, I so believe in this message because here's what we're talking about. We are talking about standing strong in our everyday life. Because so often life is so daily and I have friends. I have friends who have so many financial issues they can't even see straight and they're on the verge of bankruptcy and they might just lose their house. I have friends whose marriages are are crazy and they don't even, they don't know which end is up. We have friends like Jess Olson whose house we're sitting in right now. She's got three kids. One of them is a baby. One of them is upstairs throwing a tantrum. If you listen closely, you might hear him screaming. (laughs) She's this beautiful, intelligent woman who spends her days with diapers and cheese sticks (laughs) and cleaning up and then just doing it over and over again. And I have other friends. I have I have several good friends who are just in the middle of battling cancer. And they relentlessly, every day, they wake up and they are doing their life. But on the inside, you know that they're asking themselves, am I, am I going to see my kids? Am I going to see my grandkids grow up? 
We have a friend who lost her job, and it has now been months, and she is trusting God every day, trusting God every day. But still, there's no light at the end of the tunnel, but there's God right there with her, but watching her walk it out day by day. And so maybe you're one of those people. Right? Maybe Maybe you're just like wow, that's super great pie in the sky message. Just stand strong. And we do because we hear these messages around us. It's, you know, be strong. And we read in the Bible that messages of going, you know, be strong. Be courageous. And, and Do not be discouraged. Don't be afraid. But how in the world do you do that in your everyday life when life is so daily? And so that's what we're going to talk about. That's what we're going to talk about the, over this weekend. you got to give us more because people <laughs> listening can't come. There are men listening to this show right now. There's someone in New York who's listening to this show right now. They can't make your conference in Denver, Colorado. you got to give us something for today. You can't just push us off to tomorrow, Thomas. you got to give us a little something-something for today, woman. <laughs> well, here's one of the things that we're going to cover. I'll just cover a little tiny slice there. Thank you. Give a little tiny slice. Here's something that I think we compartmentalize in our Western culture. Not that I'm familiar with anything outside of this culture because this is where I grew up. But we so often compartmentalize our whole self. We go and we think, I am just going to study the book of Ephesians. I'm going to know it. I'm going to breathe it. I'm going to memorize it. I'm going to be the book of Ephesians and I'm going to just internalize God's word. And we do that and we study and we, we work on our relationship with the Lord because we love him and we want to be close to him. We want to spiritually be close to him. However, what I am, what I am kind of waking up to in, in certain ways in my own life is that I have discounted the whole physical side of that in, in that listening to my whole self. Not just, and gosh, that almost sounds just so, doesn't it? A little new age coming out of my mouth, doesn't it? But that's not what she means. That's not at all. And I think and, and I think that's part of the problem is because we have so compartmentalized our spiritual life and then put in our physical life in a completely different category. It's like, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my Bible study and then I should probably throw in a workout because that'd probably be the healthy thing to do is, is to throw in a workout or, or eat right or do something like that. But we don't see ourselves as a whole person that God created us, spirit, soul, and body, all connected as one. And so, for example, think about it when you are operating exactly how you believe that God has created you to be. You are being the, the woman that God has created you to be. You're being the mom that you just know you're just, you're just flying on all cylinders. You are in the workplace and you are in the job that you love how much you come alive on the inside or when you're with a friend or with a person or in that relationship and you know it's healthy and you know it's good and you just feel so good internally as well. But think about it as well when you're in a toxic relationship or you're having a conversation with somebody that is just sucking the life out of your soul and you physically walk away from the conversation and your stomach is in knots and you feel awful on the inside or when you are way on the other side and, and you and you know that you're you're not living in a healthy way and you're not taking care of of your body, of your temple that God has given to you, how how you just feel different on the inside and and if we could somehow turn the corner in that and bring together the realization that we are spirit, soul and body all together, I think I think we'd be different people. Okay, is that what you're gonna cover? 
at the conference because that was good. Now I want the answer. <laughs> but if she gives us the answer, then the women who are listening right now who are going to the conference will ask for a refund for their ticket and there'll be no one there because they'll be like, we heard the show. No, that's just, that is one little, what was the word you used earlier? One little, that's just a little musical snack for a your musical day. musical snack. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't sing it. That's a little snack. That's just a little sneaky snack yeah, for okay. your day. Well, it fits the bill for the show because the show is about thinking, right? Well, I want us to just think. I just don't want us to be mindless robots going through life. I believe what my grandma believed and I believe what a pastor told me and you've never taken the time to think about who are you? Why are you here? What's God's plan for your life? What does the word mean for you? So Julie has done a good job of making me curious and I feel inclined to grab my Bible later and look up those verses where Paul says, I pray your whole spirit, soul, and body be sanctified. You know, I'm curious about those. And then that verse, it says, what's that verse that says? That you are actually the temple of the Holy Spirit. That no longer, there's no more Ark of the Covenant. It's not, it's not hidden behind some curtain in the middle of Jerusalem. No, that was all, that was all tore apart when Jesus, when Jesus died. And that means that his spirit now reigns and rules and lives within us. We are actually the temple of the Holy Spirit. Oh my goodness, if I, if I viewed myself in that manner, how would that change the way that I take care of my body? How would that change the way that I take care of my physical self on a day-to-day basis? It would, it would change everything. In my mind, I just thought of Carrie Scott, because I know that some reason some of us don't take care of our bodies. I mean, I sometimes, I feel like I abuse my body with food. I mean, I just go to food like food is my best friend, like food's the Holy Spirit. Like I need the comforter. Where are my Oreos? You know, <laughs> I need, I need the comforter. And it's like, I'm just going to eat until I can't breathe. Um, because in the moment it comforts me, but I'm, it's like, I, it's like I'm against my own self. And I think of Carrie Scott because of that untangled message. And I know that there's a lot of healing that needs to go on. So I can even receive the message of what do you want me to do? And so this is good. Anytime a Bible teacher brings up the Ark of the Covenant, you're like, whoa, she going there now. <laughs> like, oh, the Ark of the Covenant. Wow, we're going to the deep stuff now. Wow. Okay, now I want to go to the conference. <laughs> okay, sorry. And so, and so, okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. Is this going to be online? Can people like, is this going to be available online if anybody wants to watch it later? Yeah, we have an amazing producer. Maybe you've heard her, Melanie Moritzky. Oh, she's amazing. She's so amazing. And she's, she's actually... Uh, producing this event as well and so we yes we will have the messages taped and available online awesome yeah that'll be great and carrie scott's gonna be there yes i know i know it's gonna be great and charlotte franson and paula valenta and jayla elstead who you actually interviewed last summer yes, that's right she's gonna be talking about her ministry to uh just nations around the world just providing soccer balls and so she's going to be there as well. And we're also going to have Janelle Anima there. And she is just someone that I have known for forever and ever. And she has just an incredible message about um, social justice and how in the world, with all the options that are out there, how in the world do we decide how we can use our giftings and the way that God has wired us for his, for his kingdom. And I heard you got Jess Olson as the MC. Yes. How in the world did you, yes. how could you even afford Jess Olson as an MC? Uh, well, I've been budgeting actually for about 15 months. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, golly, we love Jess. And, and we, we wish that you could be here too, you know? Um, we're getting together this weekend, but who knows? Maybe we can do this close to a city near you someday where we can just get together, seek his face together, go deeper in God's word together. I mean, really, what else is there? When it's all said and done, these are the things that matter. Um, I had a pastor who used to love to say um, something that he saw whenever he went to the barber when he was a little boy. He always sat in the barber's chair and he always looked at this plaque on the wall. And it said, only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. And when it gets to the end of your life, there's so many wonderful things that you can do with this life. But in the end, it's what we do for Christ that will really matter. And so that's why we're getting together. I almost have talked myself into tears. That's how much I really believe what I just said. Now I'm going to just stop the show and weep for a while. But seriously, we're glad we're getting together and we will get those messages and get them out to you, maybe even through this show so you can hear what we talk about. But if you are in the Denver area and you want to come, please do. Lisa's going to have all this stuff up at lifewithlisawilliams.com where you can can come and find out and be a part of this weekend. We would love it. Love to have you there. Boom. LifeWithLisaWilliams.com has more info. Okay, thank you to Melanie Maritsky and Jess Olson and Julie Thomas for letting me crash that meeting with Life with Lisa Williams. And then the second meeting of my day, a planning meeting, because I'm going to India, a meeting to talk about what you wear when you're in India, when you're a woman, and what to eat and what to bring and what to pack and what about the money and where will I be staying and what about immunizations and all of this stuff that is big in my brain. I'm going to India. India. My goodness. Here's what happened. There's a a ministry called India Partners. And the only way that I can explain it to you, my friend, is I didn't pick them. India Partners picked me, not anybody in the organization. Not like the president calling me and saying, hey, Lisa. No, that's not what I mean. It's like this mission, this group, this movement, this entity, this outreach, this heartbeat of Jesus, it picked me. As I've gotten to know more and more about them, it just became clear. I want to be involved in what they're doing. This is an answer to the cry of my heart. How do we help? How do you know what you're supposed to do when there's so many great things to do? Well, you pray and then you listen and then you pray and then you listen and then you pray some more. And so they asked me to go to India with them. And so, yeah, I just had a meeting with Katie and the team. And so early November, heading to India. And here's why. Listen to the story of this young lady. Her name is Rita. And put yourself in her shoes for just a moment. Imagine being young and being forced into an arrangement that you didn't want. And then from that being forced into a system that you could not escape. I was only 17 and my mother forcefully married me off. That person brought me over here. They sold me off in a bar. 
The first week in the dance bar was terrible. I wanted to leave it, but I could not. There was no way out. I chose to try the places where I could hear more about Jesus, and I would go over there and find some peace. India partners have been very, very helpful in changing my life. In fact, they are the ones who led me to the safe home. I found Jesus over there. My habits changed. I changed. Anywhere you call his name, he will come to your rescue. He will pick you up from the mud and place you in the right places. I believe that. I believe what she just said. I'm so happy that we got to hear her story about finding freedom and Jesus rescuing her. And I I don't know exactly why God has opened the door for me to go and meet face-to-face with some women who live in a safe house, young women. And I'll be able to go into the red light districts. And there's a Bible study that I'll be able to be a part of, a weekly Bible study that many of the women are allowed to come to. Um, by the people who quote-unquote own them, but I'll be able to sing with them and look them in the eye and pray with them. I'm not sure why God's letting me do this, and my main agenda will be to love, just to love and to see, you know, to look at someone who feels invisible and see them. I'm pretty sure that I will carry them home with me in my heart. There are a couple of ways that you can go with me. One is if you want to fund my trip, you can. India Partners is paying for it, but some people have stepped up and said, hey, we want to be a part of this. And if you do pay for my trip, then that just leaves more money in the budget for India Partners to help with the safe houses. So if you want to go with me as a prayer partner or by financing the trip, come to lifewithlisawilliams.com and at the top of the page, click where it says, send Lisa to India. And then another way that you can help is if you want to provide the room and board of a safe house. It's a place to sleep. It's education. It's medical care. It's counseling, all that, and so much more. And if you want to be a part of that, click on rescue a child when you come to lifewithlisawilliams.com. Hashtag thanks for listening.